Hello, everyone. I'm Wendy Myers. Welcome to the Myers Detox Podcast. And today we have a really important show. We have my good friend, Dr. Amit Agarwal, joining us from Kenya. And he's a really good friend of mine. And I wanted to have him come on. He's such a, a sweet, loving, uh, caring soul. And he helps people with depression, with anxiety, with insomnia, with trauma, which is the underlying root cause of these ailments. And we go into, you know, how to address these things, these issues at the root cause using bioenergetic modalities like uh, psychoenergetic modalities like EMDR, uh, family constellations therapy, homeopathy, Bach flower remedies. And we talk about Dr. Amit's uh, course on depression and uh, how to address things on a physical level as well, how your liver is your master organ and how you need to address fixing your organ if you want to regulate your neurotransmitters and your hormone and your digestion, et cetera, detoxification, of course. We talk about that and such a really, really good show. Dr. Amit, he's fantastic. So he was voted one of the, the top 43 naturopathic doctors worldwide. And he's helped thousands of people around the world heal from trauma, anxiety, depression, and chronic disease by combining naturopathic and functional medicine, gestalt therapy, family constellations therapy, EMDR and homeopathy. And he has a free online course at, and books at dramit.com. And he'll help you get relief faster from burnout, from anxiety, depression, and chronic disease and trauma by helping you heal your body and mind together holistically. He also helps kids living with disabilities in poor communities in Kenya with holistic medicine and homeopathy through the sale of his online courses and books. So by supporting Dr. Amit, you support his charity work, uh, working with, you know, children in Kenya that have essentially been rejected by their family and villages because of their disabilities. And so he's doing a beautiful work in Kenya. Dr. Amit, thank you so much for joining the show. Pleasure. Pleasure. And greetings from Kenya, everyone. Yes. Yeah. So you live in Kenya. So tell us a little bit about your story and how you got interested in the health field and helping people with uh, anxiety and depression. So I was anxious and depressed without knowing it. I had no idea that was going on for me, actually. And I joined naturopathic college in Canada and um, totally started healing my gut and my liver and different things. And I noticed my body and my mind started healing together. And that was very intriguing for me. And then I landed in psychotherapy school uh, without knowing what the heck I was getting into, to be honest. <laughs> and my whole childhood got exposed. All those normal experiences, what I'd normalized or thought, okay, this is part of life, got seen by a very caring therapist. So suddenly my, my power and vulnerability started growing. Vulnerability in a positive way. Suddenly I could speak my truth. I could ask for what I wanted. I was more clear in my mind about, you know, communication with others, other people's feelings, my own needs, my own vulnerability, my own emotions. And um, slowly and surely anxiety and depression started going away. And so I realized the importance really of healing both the body and the mind together, which we'll talk about today. And because you cannot do one or the other, a lot of people focus on healing only their body and ignoring emotional trauma from childhood, you know, parental issues, conflicts, beliefs, um, divorce, separation, financial stress, which all have a huge impact on 
our mind, our nervous system, our adrenal glands, which we'll get into today. But I also focus on family constellations therapy. So trauma in our ancestors and how that's passed on through generations into us. And we carry a lot of weight and I don't want to call it nonsense, but just a lot of noise that affects our mood, our ability to be happy, our energy, our immunity. And so using family constellation therapy, I also help people disentangle from ancestral trauma. So their nervous system, their mind, their emotions, and their energetic field is, is just clear. And then when you do that work, the body heals much faster as well, right? The gut heals faster, the liver detoxes better the adrenal glands get more into balance faster because there's less emotional stress plummeting the nervous system, exhausting the vagus nerve, yeah, and stifling your liver and creating cortisol imbalances. So that's how I combine both body and mind therapies. Yeah, I love how you're approaching this because I suffered depression in all of my 20s and I sought out a lot of different therapies, different therapists, reading books and you know, just trying everything to, to try to feel better. And, you know, I think one thing that we've learned is that, uh, you know, you know, experts in trauma, like professor Vanderkolk said, he says that uh, yapping doesn't work because, and it's nice to have some, you know, cognitive awareness of uh, what's going on with you and why you're behaving the way you do or interacting in relationships the way that you do. But ultimately it's, you know, these uh, our trauma, our inter- intergenerational traumas in our energy field. And that's where it needs to be addressed, correct? Right. Yeah. You bring up a good point, Wendy. Talk therapy sometimes goes only so far. You know, you, you're cognitive of the issue. You're yapping about it. You're not going deeper. You're not having a body experience about what you're talking about. And what I do with my clients is get them to feel it in their body, what's going on. And that's where their vulnerability and healing starts to take place. Yeah. Once you start feeling the memory in your body, a somatic experience, your body starts suddenly shifting and the memory starts changing. You come out of the intensity, the loudness of that memory. And suddenly you're coming to terms with the reality a bit more clearly. Your confidence starts returning you know, your, your body senses a new reality because unconsciously your body was stuck in the old traumatized or traumatic memory and reality. So I like to use more body-centered therapies like gestalt therapy, EMDR, tapping, family constellations, of course, I combine with gestalt therapy. So it is more somatic. And um, I'm also excited to be learning somatic experiencing therapy at the moment as well. So yeah, I think people get a lot more out of therapy when they're including their breath, their body sensation and their mind. Yeah. To connect in a very authentic, vulnerable way. I use the word vulnerability very purposefully because that's our tenderness and that's where the healing takes place though. And so can you talk about trauma a little bit more uh, in depth and, uh, you know, how so many people have trauma and how that affects their body and how that, that really needs to be addressed at that root cause energetically uh, in order for people to feel better and what that process looks like. So trauma is not necessarily something that happens to us. It happens within us. That's what Gabor Mate also says, right? It's what happens within us. We, we kind of shut down, we dissociate, we escape, 
we block off the memory. So we make adjustments in our psyche and as well as in our energy body, right? And when trauma happens, our body goes into fight or flight or freeze response. And what happens there physiologically is your adrenal glands start kicking in and you start making excessive adrenaline and cortisol. And unhealed trauma remains in the nervous system. So there've been studies done about childhood trauma or also known as adverse childhood experiences or ACEs, where people with ACEs actually end up with more heart disease, um, chronic illness, cancers, diabetes, et cetera. And that's because the nervous system is really damaged and affected, and it's hyper-responsive to life, to adult stresses, and it's constantly affecting your gut, your liver, your adrenal glands until the trauma is resolved. And um, most people walk around with burnt out adrenal glands because they've had some sort of experience in their childhood or adulthood they haven't resolved. And it doesn't have to necessarily be a car accident or a rape or um, a big trauma. It could be your mom going on holiday for like two months or something like that, or two weeks or something. There's an abandonment issue. Or you said something and everyone looked away because they were focusing on your sick brother, for example, and suddenly you felt, gosh, you weren't connecting and your voice is not important. So you, as a young child, you automatically adjust in order to stay connected to that family or that environment that you're experiencing life in, right? So you might work harder for more attention or to be seen. Or you might be very careful with your words in order to gain acceptance. Yeah. Or you might, if there is strong sexual abuse, you might block off a lot of feelings. Yeah. Or sometimes with incest, I often see hypersexuality because that's your connection with acceptance and love. Yeah. So the, we make many adjustments as, as children, as adults from childhood trauma. And these behavioral adjustments are seen as behavior, but there's also physiological adjustments, which are seen as ulcers, headaches, you know, skin issues. I often see skin issues when there's abandonment or conflict with your parents, especially eczema. So yeah, these adjustments happen from childhood up till adulthood. And they get more stronger when more stresses come into our life, because our body's now being triggered. And those old memories are being triggered. So your body and nervous system and physiology basically gets more hyper-responsive. Yeah, I like that you brought up that these traumas can, uh, based on the, the ACEs study, which is a phenomenal study, that uh, emotional trauma leads to physical health issues. I think people don't realize that connection. You know, they, are, they have a physical issue and they start looking for a physical solution. And mm. it's, uh, you know, our physical health is very much tied to our emotional state and our, our traumas. Can you ex talk about that a little bit more, expand on that? Right. I'd love to. So what happens is, let's say now we've got this whole traumatized nervous system that's hypervigilant and it's driving your adrenal system, right? And your adrenal system then produces excessive cortisol and excessive adrenaline. Now, over time, your adrenal glands burn out and you get a cortisol imbalance, one cause. The other thing that causes a cortisol imbalance is chronic inflammation. Where does chronic inflammation come from? It comes from the foods we eat, 
right? And leaky gut syndrome. So if you have excessive gluten, excessive dairy, or foods that you're sensitive to, as well as excessive medications, the birth control pill, excessive alcohol, etc., you kill off the good bacteria in your gut and you damage the gut lining. And when that lining gets damaged, we have toxins leaking into the bloodstream, causing inflammation everywhere in the body. That inflammation is leading cause for asthma, eczema, arthritis, a lot of chronic conditions. That chronic inflammation requires cortisol from your adrenal glands. Yeah. So basically your body releases cortisol to manage the inflammation. Yeah. And so over time, unhealed trauma, which causes the cortisol response, the adrenal response, as well as chronic inflammation causing a cortisol response, both of those combined exhaust your nervous system. And with cortisol imbalance, then we get blood sugar issues, we get hormonal issues. And actually what happens is your thyroid levels start dropping as well. And when your thyroid levels start dropping, your the gut lining becomes weaker. So you'll see that people will have a worsening of leaky gut with chronic stress, right? And that's why people uh, with eczema, with arthritis, with any health condition, it gets worse with chronic stress, I believe, because your, your immune system drops and leaky get, gut gets worse as well because of this cortisol adrenal connection with stress. Also, what happens is when you have a cortisol imbalance and an excessive inflammation, you have more toxins in your body. Those toxins go and slam every single organ in your body. They slam your liver. Your liver is number one inflamed and lots of toxins. And your liver is the master organ, right? It produces bile for digestion. It controls your hormones, vitamin storage, blood sugar regulation. It does over 500 different functions in your body, including immune cell activation. So suddenly you got a stagnant liver, like we call it in Chinese medicine, right? Um, that's not producing enough bile. So you're going to get poor digestion, more gas, bloating, constipation, especially, right? Which worsens leaky gut, number one. Number two, you'll end up getting PMS symptoms and estrogen dominance, progesterone deficiency usually, or basically a hormonal imbalance. And so now you have more toxicity in your body from a stagnant liver and a hormonal imbalance. Yeah, beautiful recipe for certain types of cancers as well, right? Because of the free radical damage and with estrogen sensitive cancers, if you have excessive estrogen, of course, there's more proliferation of the cells. When your liver is stagnant as well, your liver detoxifies your lymph a lot. So suddenly when you have a stagnant liver, your lymph is not getting cleaned up really well. So you have clogging in your lymphatic system. That means your immune system drops, detoxification from around your cells reduces. So you have more toxins surrounding your cells in the interstitial fluid, causing more free radical damage. So more genetic mutations, more cancer susceptibility, and less um, mitochondrial function as well which leads to lots of different diseases, as we know. Also, when it comes to autoimmune disease, when trauma basically triggers all this chronic inflammation, cortisol imbalance, and we have more of a leaky gut, then our immune system in the gut is more exposed to food proteins and toxins that we're ingesting. And that creates a hyperimmune response in the body. And so sometimes the immune cells we create um, end up attacking our own body tissue. Theories are because some of the food proteins mimic our own body's particles, but there's no definite conclusion about that.
Yeah. And so let's talk about depression. So you, you know, kind of focus on depression, you have a program on depression and, you know, depression, and anxiety go hand in hand. So you talk about both, but let's talk about, you know, how you approach depression and, and the things that people are doing wrong, why, why they feel depressed, you know, why, what they're doing isn't working. So depression has multiple causes. Yeah. Number one is of course the cortisol imbalance we talked about when cortisol is imbalanced, serotonin, dopamine, GABA, melatonin all start dropping. So the first thing you got to do is heal the gut, reduce inflammation, detoxify the liver, which I talk about in the online program, and support the adrenal glands, usually only after you've addressed inflammation. A lot of people make the mistake of doing adrenal herbs and supplements when they're still inflamed and toxic. And then they get skin rashes and aggravations and anxiety from adrenal support because they haven't regulated their detoxification pathways. So my course goes into a lot of detail about detoxifying your liver and healing your gut. That's number one. Once you do that and you're supporting your adrenal glands, I also include homeopathy. Homeopathy is super important for one, releasing trauma. And there's specific homeopathic remedies, which I also cover in the course, to address specific symptoms of depression. There's different remedies for each type of depression. Yeah, and you might wonder, what do you mean each type of depression? Well, different people present with different symptoms. So honestly, you got to treat them individually rather than a blanket drug. For example, some people with depression are more re withdrawn, resentful, yeah, and they're just wary of the world, right? And it could be post-trauma or post-abandonment or betrayal. And that's a particular remedy. For example, it could be natromuriaticum, homeopathic. Other people have more suicidal thoughts. They feel guilty. Maybe they've lost a lot of wealth or been shamed and fallen from this status that they felt. And they feel, you know, gosh, I'm not worth it anymore. That worthlessness, yeah? And that we use homeopathic gold or metallicum. So these are just a few examples of the individuality and the beauty of homeopathy. And the individuality of homeopathy is what makes it work so much better than a blanket drug sometimes. I mean, I combine both. I don't take everyone off drugs. Sometimes drugs are important to balance the nervous system while somebody's treating the root cause. And drugs do save lives for a lot of people, especially in suicidal patients and strong schizophrenia and bipolar. But you got to work on treating the root cause. Which brings me to my next point. Sometimes the root cause is trauma. So as you're healing the gut, the liver, and working on using homeopathy, I also look at the history of a person. And based on that, what type of traumas, we do emotional healing exercises or psychotherapy. And the online course has a lot of those emotional healing exercises one can do according to the uh, timeline of their life from birth till present. And people get a lot of relief from that. As we're doing that now, some people are depressed because they are loyal to one of their family members. This is now where family constellations therapy and intergenerational trauma comes in. If your mom was suicidal or neglected by your father, you will nurture her in your heart. You will protect her most likely. So that sense of responsibility towards mom and that protection limits your ability to thrive as an as a independent child. You're entangled in her trauma out of love, out of responsibility. And in a healthy system, in a healthy constellation therapy session, what we'll do is we, we really bow and to the, to the bigness of our parents, 
to the elderliness of our parents compared to us as their child. And we bow with respect and let them gently carry what happened in their life so that we are allowed to become the innocent child again so that we can take in life in a healthy way into our energetic field and trust that you know they carry their stuff with dignity. And we have very special healing sentences in family constellations that enables this transition from entanglement to freedom. And so I often see in my practice, for example, people whose one of their parents is alcoholic, they might end up with an alcoholic partner as well. Because strangely, we sabotage our lives out of just feeling guilty. We, we don't know, we think abuse and alcoholism is normal in the family sometimes. And so that becomes a familiar connection and even a sense of love for some people. And sometimes we even feel guilty. Who am I to be happier than what my mother had? You know, energetically, I cannot even open up to more happiness because there's a betrayal of my family if I'm happier than them. These are all loyalties we have subconsciously that are going on that limit our ability to basically come out of depression. If there's a miscarried or aborted child and we don't acknowledge it, we don't do certain healing sentences for that child, we remain entangled with that missing and unacknowledged child. I see this all the time in therapy. So by including that missing child, giving it a place in our hearts, in our lives, in our parents' lives, in our family system, and saying, gosh, I don't have to live both of our lives. I don't have to live your life for you and mine. You know, I see you had your place and I need to find mine. You know, that frees up people a lot in their minds, especially for anxiety, actually. The other thing that happens when there is a missing child, for example, there's a longing for death for some people. And they can't explain why they're suicidal or they're longing for death and they're tired of this world. Or they're carrying their mom's grief for that child. Yeah, the mom is grieving that child. She's not happy. So the mom is preoccupied and not fully available uh, for the second child. And the other very interesting thing about miscarriages and abortions is that let's say you are the quote unquote first child. You think you're the first child, but there was a child before you. Often what I see is the client is usually overwhelmed or stuck until we, I ask them, okay, go ask your parents, was there a child before you? Yeah. And they're like, wow, how did you know that? And then I'll do a healing sentence with them. I'll get them to feel that first child. Now, this sounds a bit woo-woo, but trust me, it's one of the most exploding therapies out there in the world, family constellations therapy, and it works very deeply. When you recognize that you don't have to, you're not the first child, and you really sense, what does it feel like to be the second child in the system, or the third child, or, you know, or that there's another person out there that might, that um, needs to be loved and accepted and recognized? Your nervous system, your body will feel a lot of relief. Like this burden will come off you suddenly. And then you'll have more, you'll be able to thrive more and take in life more. See, we, we take in life energetically through our consciousness. And our consciousness sometimes doesn't take in life because it's preoccupied with sorrow, with misery, with loyalties, you know, rescuing our mom, our dad, you know, or victims of war from our grandparents' time. Our soul, our consciousness, our subconsciousness is trapped there through intergenerational trauma. And so if we don't take in life because of these preoccupations, we don't thrive. Our immune system suffers. Our mind suffers. We remain depressed, anxious, carrying this weight of the world on our shoulders. 
We don't go into healthy relationships. We sabotage our relationships. And we wonder, why is everyone happier than I? Why can't I be happier than happy as everyone else is? And we start comparing ourselves, disappointed with ourselves. So it's a vicious cycle. We get hard on ourselves over time. Yeah, this is amazing, everything that you're talking about, because it just, you know, resonates with me so much when I think about my father who had borderline personality disorder, and then I ended up getting a best friend who had the same disorder and kind of, you know, like you, you kind of go through a pattern until you learn the lesson type of thing. Mm-hmm. And then I was finally, you know, able to let her go because it was unhealthy. And, um, it, it's just a really interesting process, but people get into romantic relationships that, you know, they need to kind of work through their own, uh, you know, family issues with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I want to say it's not a lesson from the universe. You know, it's not, the, I don't believe the universe is testing us. That's saying, okay, when you get over this, you learn your lesson. It's we're attracted to those relationships because of its familiarity and our connection to love for our parents. So it's not that, gosh, you're not getting your lesson and you're failing or anything. No, it's really, wow, why am I attracting this? What in my heart, you know, is so connected and loving this kind of reality that I need to look at or that I'm with, you know, that, yeah. And the pain is really a signal that you're blocking the light. You know, the pain of a relationship is because you're not seeing the light. And once you start seeing the light and the healing within your own family, the person in your present life, they just fall away naturally. You get less interested in them or they get less attracted to you. Things happen, you know, quantum physics wise or energetically, things just shift when we shift within. Yeah. And I think a lot of people are afraid to do that also. They, they, you know, they, they want change in their life, but yet they're, they, on some level understand they're going to lose people that they care about or even family members if they do this work and do those shifts and people can have a lot of denial and resistance to doing that work, you know? I think so. And also what I see in the world is a lot of shoulds, a lot of forceful therapy. Uh, You got to empower yourself. You got to get over this. You got to, you know, positive thinking and all that. And that's hard work, Wendy. And that doesn't feed the soul or uh, naturally heal our soul and nervous system in the best way. Right. Um, so therapy needs to be done with love, with attention, with caring. And when somebody finds the right energetic resonance with the therapist and they can open their heart to that, doing the work doesn't seem as daunting because it feels like another connection to love. So it's a re reprogramming, a reparenting without saying that what you had was wrong, but it's just, they're really looking for a connection to something that feels right before they're ready to let go of those patterns. Yeah, and so are you working right now on a capacity like working one-on-one with people, doing all these different therapies with them? Yeah, Um, I work online. So I see a lot of people like basically using Zoom and um, we can feel energy through Zoom. That's not a problem. What's going on in my heart right now is actually I'm focusing on the online program because I want to focus more on community work. So in Kenya, I'm treating these kids with disabilities and I want to enhance um, holistic medicine in rural communities, bring it to another level through the sale of the online course and my books and stuff like that. So I do see people one-on-one and I'm hesitating to promote that because it's like, um, how do I say it? You'll get a lot from the online course and 
I feel a bit obliged, not obliged, but a lot of love for community work as well. So I'm available for both, but start with the online course first. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's talk about that. Tell us about your, your online course. What is it? What's it called? It's on depression, correct? It's, it's on everything, actually. It's on healing the gut, the liver, inflammation, chronic disease, as well as emotional trauma, right? Because those are the pillars of health. When you heal your gut and your liver, see, a lot of people make a mistake of only healing the gut and they get only so far. And they don't heal the liver, but the liver is the master organ. And in all my talks, when I introduce the liver and people try healing their liver, their results escalate in healing. So my online program goes through healing, healing the gut, the liver, and the adrenal system. Goes through a lot of homeopathic remedies you can use for shock, trauma, and anxiety and depression. Goes through a whole bunch of Bach flower remedies you can use for your own emotional picture. There's a questionnaire there you can do to find out the top five Bach flowers for you. Bach flower remedies are like homeopathic remedies specific for certain kinds of emotions. And then I have some beautiful emotional healing exercises um, that I've created. And some are um, a combination of my creation and things that are known in the world, like tapping, like EMDR, like journaling, but journaling in a very special way. And so when people do the, the emotional healing in the course while healing the gut, the liver, and the adrenal system at the same time, so I'll mention adrenal herbs, when's the right time to take them, et cetera, their health sustains itself in a much better way compared to when you're just doing random supplements to mass symptoms or you're going for you know random therapy sessions but not in a sustainable way, if that makes sense, yeah? And the videos are available for life. You can replay them. You can watch them at your own pace. So you can really take your time in your healing journey and digest, no pun intended, but digest the material really well. So if you guys want to learn more about Dr. Amit's courses, click the link below. But why don't you give us some, some cliff notes about what people can expect uh, when they take the course? So first of all, you can start with some free videos, right? So when you click the link below, you'll be taken to an, a page that gives you some free videos on healing your gut, your liver, your adrenal system. And there's a beautiful emotional healing exercise I've given there as well, where you can release emotional blocks, work on your beliefs, your negative beliefs about yourself and your own feelings. So the exercise gives you permission really to really feel what you need to feel without judgment. Yeah. And as you're doing those free videos, you'll understand the importance of the work. And you can always buy the course, the full online program, which has all the exact specific protocols I use, the whole list of different homeopathics, the explanations about them, details about adrenal healing herbs, and even more emotional healing exercises you can do at your own time in a very specific fashion. Yeah. And in the future, we'll be opening up a coaching program as well. So you, we can hold your hand through the entire program over five weeks and you can get much deeper healing. Yeah, fantastic. I just love this approach because I think it's so important. There are so many people right now that are depressed, anxious, stressed, and that people need, you know, unconventional approaches. I mean, I think they're completely normal that the energetic and, you know, a homeopathy and Bakfa remedies, it's kind of, you know, another day for me, but for, for most people, they just, they aren't, they're not aware of how many amazing therapies that are very simple and expensive uh, that are available to them and very, very effective. And the importance of these therapies, Wendy, is that they treat the root cause. 
We're yes. always going for the root cause rather than masking symptoms. Exactly. And that's the beauty of holistic therapy and um, trauma healing is because the imbalances in the trauma are usually the triggers for depression, anxiety. And so if you're struggling, especially with medications that's not working, you know, of course, talk to your doctor, work with a therapist who can help you manage the medication, but really talk with your doctor, naturopath, therapist about healing the root cause. That is super important because you get much better and faster results. Okay, fantastic. And so why don't you tell us your website and where we can learn more about you and your work? So the website is in the link below. Um, it'll take you right there. And that's where you can start uh, the free online program. There's uh, lots of goodies there for you. Um, some free videos as well on other webinars and stuff like that. So you can go really, you can go much deeper in your learning about your own mind, your emotions, and how to put all the information together in a very systematic way, uh, in a sensible way, so that you're not wasting money on excessive supplements, excessive drugs, excessive therapy. You're, you're doing it in a very clean way. You're healing the pillars of your health, gut, liver, adrenal system, and emotions, so that when these pillars are healed, these foundations of your health are healed, many problems start disappearing, one, and you need less supplements to control things like insomnia, hormones, uh, weight issues, because the pillars are really the foundation of what's going on in your health, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Now, this is such good information for anyone out there. If you're struggling with stress, anxiety, depression, definitely check out Dr. Amit's course. I think he's, he's doing such important work. And he, as you can tell from the show, he's very caring and very loving and, uh, you know, thought a lot about this, has years and years and years of experience. So check that out if this resonates with you. So Dr. Amit, thanks so much for coming on the show. Thanks a lot. Lots of love, everyone. Ciao, ciao. Yeah. And everyone, thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Wendy Myers of MyersDetox.com. And thanks for watching the show every week. I love what I do every day. I wake up so excited to bring you guys this information that can truly change your life because you deserve to feel good. So thanks for tuning in and I'll speak to you next week. The Myers Detox Podcast is created and hosted by Wendy Myers. This podcast is for information purposes only. Statements and views expressed on this podcast are not medical advice. This podcast, including Wendy Myers and the producers, disclaim responsibility for any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not endorse or accept responsibility for statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. Individuals on this podcast may have direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to herein. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed physician.